I'll start off by saying I'm bored, I'm broke, and I'm back. We're back. We're back on some odd hours here. Uh, we are doing a midday, midweek podcast recording. Uh, it's daylight I'm on, outside. I'm on lunch. Uh, <laughs> I'll... I'll QUN, we're not doing a what you sipping on. We probably could, but we're not going to be uh, not going to be doing that this week. We got to get uh, nice here. and tight. We're back on the Cult of Cult. Uh, I'm Brian. You are Gumby, and um, there's going to be football tonight. There's football. It's football's back, like real football, real football with like people hitting each other, and and yeah. it matters. It's back. Yeah, it's back. Um, I, oh, are you, you're excited. I can. I'm excited. Yeah. The, the the preseason was really kind of boring this year. Like, sometimes it was kind of fun. It was kind of boring this year. I am so hyped up just to watch a real game tonight and see Washington play on Sunday. Like, I am hyped. I'm ready. I'm getting that feeling again. It, it's a little chillier outside. Like, it's just mm-hmm. – I wasn't feeling this way a couple of days ago, but now I'm starting to – I almost feel like I drank the juice. I'm feeling yeah. good again. You're in. I can't wait. You're in. Yeah. Fall right, right around the corner, that nip in the air. Um Washington still undefeated of yet, so this is like as good as it gets, right? Welcome to the gridiron. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I figure what makes sense for us um, is to to put some some pen to paper here, uh, do a little bit of predictions, um, have some things that we can come back to at the end of the year that we can say like, oh, you were really wrong about um, <laughs> probably more often than not. But, you know, we can we can offer some rationales, see if um, if anyone has anything to react off of. I know that uh, we're doing a staff-wide prediction over on Hogshaven. I'm not actually entirely sure whether or not that has dropped yet. But in keeping with that theme, we, uh, we, we should do it here on the podcast. What do you think about that? I love the idea. But before we start any of that, I want to bring up one small item that has come up in the last couple of days. Okay. Uh, Tanya Snyder got onto the Adam Sheffield podcast and said, without a doubt, there are eight names left in contention to be the Washington football team's name at the beginning of 2022. Yeah. And I'm going to read them off to you. And I just want just, just a little the gut reaction. We don't have to go too deep into it. A little gut reaction from Brian Stabby on each one. Yeah, I'll give them to you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's I'm going to go in order of what they are here. Uh, the Fine. Washington Red Hogs. Ho- Red Hogs. Red, Red Hogs. Two words, one name. <sighs> don't. Not just don't. Stop trying to make that happen, really. It, it shouldn't happen. Like, no. the Hogs was the greatest nickname ever. Yeah. But if the they went with ho- just straight hogs i think i would be kind of over the moon but um whatever no it's just no not for okay me. defenders so yeah i regret one of my biggest sporting regrets um is not having gone to a dc defenders game because they looked really fun with like the beer snake um audi field is fantastic but it's sort of like that was kind of its its own little thing um yeah yeah that's it's an reaction. it's it's a defunct FL, XFL team. Like that's yeah. that's what the name feels like, and that's exactly or what it a, is. A, a lying latent uh, XFL team. Yes, right. Agreed. Uh, second, uh, third one, Armada. Absolutely not. 
Yes, the noted seafaring uh, naval history of Washington, the greater Washington, D.C. area. It's like, no, no, no. Remember, they all said this. We're going to use the past of Washington, D.C. and the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area and put it together in this amazing game, Armada. Crap. Uh, This one, I just, I couldn't believe they put it on here. Presidents. (sighs) No, I... Just it, a little fraught, frankly. I just, it's not, eh, no, not really. Not Brigade. Really. Brigade. Um, another XFL team, right? Baltimore. Yeah. Um, eh, it, for the same reason as Defenders, just like, it worked for Baltimore Brigade because I, I'm a fan of alliterative names. I know that people yeah. were like up in arms over Warriors, which I know did not make that list, but, um, you know, better than Wizards. 100% better than Wizards, but. Yeah, but yeah. Over there. yeah. So it's just a, a blank canvas. Um, yeah. Commanders. Uh, DC Commanders doesn't sound horrible. Washington no. Commanders sounds bad. Yeah, it's just it's like, pa- like pallid, tepid, nothing. Yeah, uh, Red Wolves. I know there's like the big Red Wolves movement. Um, it doesn't really do anything for me, but if that's what they choose, I'll just be like, okay, great. Although I will say, like, regardless of what they choose, I'm probably gonna go, eh, okay, great, whatever. After in this list, I'm gonna agree. I liked wolves just just without the red. Like I don't know why they kept yeah. forcing the red yeah. on everything. It, right. Like we were once red. Well, actually, we were maroon. But let's not let's not go through the whole oh, color scheme. Burgundy. But I, if we're, yeah. If we're being, come uh, on, guys. Specific. Burgundy and gold. Yeah. Um, sorry, I said maroon. I apologize. Uh, it's but a the Jim red Zorn, wolves. Uh, Jim Zorn introductory yeah. press conference error right there. I I did. I'm sorry about that, kids. Yeah. Everyone should be aware. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, so then red wolves, and then of course. Bringing up the most generic name possible, in which I am about 90% positive will be our name at the beginning of 2022, the Washington football team. Yep. What do you think? Um, I also think that that is probably what they're going to go with. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll sort of just be like, okay, whatever, if that's what they do. I mean, I, I, understand, I understand why... Um, folks are not excited about that i understand why you are not excited about that i you know it's like one of these things i could live with it it's fine i know we are a washington football team i understand the circumstances behind why we are currently the washington football team if they get if they are really if they just like kind of fix the visual identity a little bit like i think the w and like the text font and all that other stuff was like a little bit rushed which because it was I mean, they had two weeks to try to, I'm not going to say like cover up that bad story and like try to like win things over, but it was definitely like a, oh crap, like I got to turn paper due in the morning. Like I got to put something together and that's what they went with and they've stuck with it. Um, I'd like to see, regardless of what it is, I'm, I'm eager to see what they do sort of like with the design and like the logo and the fonts because i don't think it'll i don't think it'll stay the same i would be actually pretty even if they do go with washington football team i think they'll probably make some changes which would be welcome um so we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there i agree that the name should have changed i mean that's i know that's controversial that's how i feel and i agree i agree too yes um but 
I think you're correct. I think they went all the way to the other end, and they they found the most generic, the most non-offensive thing that they could go with. And that's been the front office theme uh, because of 20 years of just horribleness put together by this ownership. In a year and a half, they're trying to restructure everything so it's just bland. Yeah. So they have the blandest, simplest. I mean, again, they had the one of the first women in football. They had the the first African American when it came to the general manager and Jason. Wright. But the thing is, these things should have happened years ago. Right. But and and I love that they've happened. But then things like this name pop up, and you go, man, they just stop being generic. Like, let's have a little bit of fun with this and do what's best for the fans. I mean, holy crap, this name is is horrible. You know what? Honestly, at this point, the thing that is least fun to me is that we are still having the conversation. That's fair. not to say not to say that talking to you about this isn't a delight. Of course, like we do this every week, but it's just like <laughs> like Cleveland, the Cle- Cleveland uh, Guardians. They were able to just like put it together. They made a yep. they made a decision. They figured out what their thing was. They came up with a visual identity. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. But then it was just like they did it, and it's over. Like here it's it is going to happen. Yep, uh, we're changing the Cleveland Indians. Oh, we're gonna change you, Guardians. Done. Walk yeah, away. Done. No, there was no. Yeah, we we could well, bitch about it for a week, and then it's like, well, we have to go buy a shirt. Yeah, I think everybody's gonna be a little bit up in arms, regardless of what it is, and then they'll get used to it, and then it'll just be it. So <sighs> let's just like get to that. Like, let's skip steps A, B, and C, and like let's you, just. You mean we've had them. enough foreplay? Yeah, we've had <laughs> so okay. Let's so, um let's do some predictions. Um. Uh, we're we're hours away from NFL kickoff um, and a day and change away from watching football team kickoff. So the the thing I think um, we'll do is we'll go through kind of the rundown of all the things that the staff predicted on. Uh, some of this may be a rehash if you read what my what I wrote, um, but we'll sort of just get it all on the airwaves and. Um, and we'll just go from there. Uh, how's that Absolutely. Sound yeah, it sounds okay. great. I, I love to. I did not read what you wrote yet, um, so okay. I'd love to. He, I'm going to hear it from you for the first yep. time, like many of our listeners will, and I. I'll agree, disagree, and then tell you how wrong you are. Okay, fine, and I will tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> Let, let's uh, let's start with the AFC. Um, let's just go east, north, southwest. Um, okay. We'll go by the divisions, then we'll pick division winners. We'll do wild cards, and then we'll say who you think is going to win, who's going to represent the conference in the Super Bowl. We'll do the same thing on the NFC side, and then we'll do some additional stuff. How does that sound? Sounds perfect to me. All right. Um, AFC East, who you got? Well, I'm going to start off with, you know, we got in the AFC East, the Bills, Dolphins, yeah. Patriots, and Jets. Yeah. Uh, Jets are going to just be the defunct bottom of that whole thing. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good fight between the Bills, Dolphins, and Patriots. Patriots made one heck of a decision by getting rid of Cam. If you notice, we didn't pick him up. Thank God. I agree with that. Yeah, you're really, you're really like dunking on me on that one because I was like, yeah, I would be okay with it. And you're just like, hell no. And nope. I guess it was and, right. Where is he playing now? Yeah. Exactly. But but to go back to it, um, I hate to agree with everyone. I hate it. Um, but I'm looking at those bills, man, and they are good. Yeah. They are good, and they're young, and they're getting better. Um, so obviously in the NFC, uh, AFC East – I'm rolling with the Bills. I, I think they're going to be kind of phenomenal coming out of that division. I also picked the Bills. Uh, I think Josh Allen is really good, and he's not just like a fantasy football quarterback. It helps that he is a fantasy football quarterback. He is my fantasy football quarterback. I 
neither here nor there. But, you know, like they are a team that now has learned how to be successful. It's like a lot of years in the making. They they were good last year. I think they will be even better this year. Um, it's like long overdue that the Bills have been able to put something together. They have such a great fan base up there. Like you got to be a real – there are very few like casual Buffalo Bills fans – like if you're if you're gonna go out there and like slam yourself through tables in the parking lot and like brave the cold, you gotta be you can't like go halfway, right? You and it's not really... like a it, it's not like an amazing stadium. It's not like it has all these extra things going on. That football stadium is for football. That's it. No extras. Here we go. And when you're a Buffalo Bills fan and it's negative ten degrees outside and there's nothing stopping that wind. You have to be a little intoxicated to go through that table and have a great time, and they yeah. do. They have, and I think you're right. They deserve a great team this year, and they're going to get it. Yeah, I agree. Um, AFC North, who you got? It's oh, this is a good one. We have the Broncos. No. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm looking at North. I got the Ravens, Bengals, yep. Browns, yep. and Steelers. Yep. Um, a lot of people have been sitting on the Steelers as being they're going to be good. I I think this is the year that Roethlisberger kind of gets shown up a little bit. I think he's going to show his age. If they put Haskins in there, we know he's probably going to S the bed. Yeah. The the Browns are going to look good. The Bengals are going to look good. But I think the Ravens still pull it off. I think the Ravens are the, the NFC North uh, champions at the end of all this. I also, again, picked the Ravens. Nothing quite like people agreeing on a podcast really keeps you in it. Um, you know, they took I didn't a, know we were agreeing. That's right. They took a pretty <laughs> bad injury at tailback um, with J.K. Dobbins going down in the preseason against Washington. Um, but they are, I, I think the Gus Bus is legit. I think he's going to have a fantastic year. Yep. Uh, they did pick Le'Veon Bell up off the scrap heap, so they're going to have like a little bit of depth there. But Lamar Jackson, I know people are, he's like, people love him or they hate him. Um, I I just think he's he's real stellar. I'm a big fan of Lamar. I, I think that that is going to be such a good division and it really almost always is. Yeah. Uh, but that one's going to be a fun one, I think in my mind. And, and I think the, the big thing that people were talking about, uh, Lamar is like, Oh, they, people are figuring him out. Uh, I, like it, when I, I say it, people say that I'm like, he's not one dimensional. No. This is not a one dimensional quarterback. No. He can throw and he can run. Uh, and if you think you figured out one, he still has the other. Like he, right. He's he's multi-talented, so I think the very and the Ravens are going to pull this out. I, but again, I agree. I think it's going to be a dogfight, and I think second that division is going to be a close one with the Browns. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be really tight. Um, who you got in the South? AFC South. AFC South: Texans, Colts, Jaguars, and Titans. Yeah. This the real this is ar- kind of, armpit of the AFC. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, no. the, the Texans are going to go through a lot. The Colts are, are stepping it up a little bit. Jaguars, of course, are, are young, and, and they're going to be, uh, I think, at the end of the season, someone to reckon with, and the Titans are just the Titans. Yeah. I think it's going to pull out, and I think it's going to be the Titans. The Titans are going to pull this out, close one with the Colts. I also, again, pick the Titans. Um, a lot of chalk here. They, they've they just been kind of like in the mix for a few years, and they they find so many different ways to beat you, and it's not always the same thing. Like, you can yeah. feed Derrick Henry the rock, and he will just, like, annihilate a defense on his own. But they are not so one-dimensional that they need him to do that every game. Like, the defense is sneaky good. Um, and, you know, like I said, like, not the best division in football. But I could see that I, – I believe that I think that the Titans are 
are going to come out on the South. If you, if you ever want to see a great uh, YouTube video, check out the one of uh, Henry learning how to stiff arm. And there's mm-hmm. just, just a bunch of dudes that pop out at him. He just slams their heads with his arm. And I was like, I'd love to be that guy who has to slam my head into Derrick Henry's arm. Like, oh, God, that guy's a beast. My other uh, YouTube recommendation for Derrick Henry-related content is there's that 99-yard touchdown run. There's a broadcaster who did it in French. And it is very fun to listen to. Because Henri, Henri, very good. Highly that actually sounds awesome. Uh, and then we'll we'll round out the AFC um, with the West. Um, who you got in the West? You got Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go right at it. I mean, if you don't pick the Chiefs, I think I think there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders aren't quite there. No. The Chargers don't seem to find a way, and the Broncos are kind of in this mix of being okay but the chiefs are just the chiefs and i think they're going to be one of the best teams in the nfl this year yeah i mean we i also picked the chiefs um anyone smart did right and the only way i think that they don't win the division is if patrick mahomes doesn't play at least 15 games this year um, yeah so i mean they are a known entity um Usually for better. I mean, occasionally for worse. They they kind of got sorted out in that Super Bowl against Tampa, but not very many teams have defenses as good as Tampa's. Um, I think the Broncos are going to be real dog poo uh, this year. They are, and I also think that the, the, the film on that and, and what Tampa did by exposing them will actually help them long term because they how they got exposed. Any good coach like Andy Reid's going to look back and go, this is the film I watch and this is the film I learn. And I make I don't make those mistakes anymore. Yep. Yeah. And he's you know, timeout and challenge issues aside, like a, a very good and likable coach. Um, okay, so Absolutely. give me your give me your give me your wild cards. There are three this this time Ooh. around. Yeah. Uh, so wild are... cards, and, and that's going to be the craziness of this whole thing is that I, yep. I think that at least one of the wild cards is going to be the Colts. Okay. If the Colts are coming to slide in. And I think the other one's going to end up being the Browns. So my okay. wild card predictions are Colts and Browns. And there are three. There's three. Oh, and then I have to go Patriots because I don't know. They always find a way. They always find a way. So I went um, Chargers. I am, I am on the Justin Herbert wagon. Um, Pittsburgh, I just uh, – it's hard for me to envision a scenario in which, like, they aren't in the playoffs with a guy like Najee Harris or running back. And I think, like, while this could be it for Ben – they don't need him to be so, so, so good um, in order to win. They just have found a way. And then my long shot wild card is the Miami Dolphins. Uh, oh. there's, there's usually a team that kind of sneaks up on you, and they are able to sneak in. And now with this 17-game season, um, you can do it with you know uh, one game over or one game under 500 record yeah. in theory, and I could just see that being the case here for them. Oh, um, we didn't agree at all on that one. I like that, it. Yeah, all right. That's good. Uh, who do you got winning the AFC? Uh, Bills. The Bills. Okay. I, I, picked, the, I, I picked the Chiefs. I, I, I went Bills because I think what's going to happen is um, the, the Bills are just on such a significant roller coaster forward. I, th- I think they're going to edge out the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I think it's going to be a close one. It's going to be something like, you know, 24-28. Uh, and at the very end, I think the Bills end up with it. That's, I mean, not a not a terrible pick by any stretch. If it happened, it wouldn't totally shock me. Uh, I do have the Chiefs. I just think like Patrick Mahomes is still in his prime. I think that team is still so good. Um, 
I don't I don't see them having taken a step back in any real substantive way. Um, they are dominant. I mean, there are a couple of teams that I could see in the spot. I could see Buffalo. I could see Kansas City. Obviously, I could see Baltimore. Um, like if the Chargers end up really coming out of you know coming out and surprising some people, I could see something like that happening. But okay, AFC going to be good and fun. Um, should we move over to the NFC? Let's do it. Okay, NFC predictions. Uh, let's do East last. Absolutely. That's that's yeah. what we're all here for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the North, the the that's, NFC North, just like a classic NFL oh, division. The the the, the p- pounding ground. Yeah. Uh, North is Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings. Yep. And I'm looking at this amazing world that is the the Aaron Rodgers train. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to spend this year showing everybody that he's the best and that he needs to have a, the best contract and the best team known to man. So I'm looking for the Packers to pull this one out. It's going to be the Aaron Rodgers show for the next 17 games, and he's going to put everyone at bay for it. I I also pick the Packers, and for a similar reason, I just see Aaron Rodgers going out this year and having kind of that same attitude that we saw Michael Jordan have in the in that documentary where he was just like, when I took that personal, it's just like every single thing <laughs> has been personal for Aaron Rodgers for the last like 18 months, yeah. if not longer than that. And he has maybe in some ways manufactured and in some ways not like put this. He's got this chip on his shoulder where, you know, it's getting towards the tail end. He's in his late, late 30s. Um but he is still unquestionably one of the best and smartest players in the game and one of the best and smartest quarterbacks I think I have ever had the chance to see. Um, I mean, he has had a chip on his shoulder, really, when you think about it, since he was drafted and yep. fell and fell and fell and fell. And, you know, Alex Smith goes one overall, and he falls and falls and falls and falls and falls to Green Bay sort of in, in the mid-late portion of that first round. Um, and, you know, we all know how that has played out, but, uh, I think this is going to be a, it will be fun to see the vengeance with which like corny ass Aaron Rodgers comes, comes with, um, that, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of that. Yeah. No, you mean both. That's going to be, I, I think anytime Aaron Rodgers is on the field, it's must watch. Uh, the South, um, a division in my mind that either is all like all the teams are really good or all the teams are really bad. Um, and right now, I think we are in a time period in which maybe not all of them are good, um, but there it's going to be a competitive division in my mind. What, what do you see? That's here? Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Buccaneers. Yeah. And I'm looking at I don't know how or why the Falcons always find a way to lose, whether it's Super Bowls or the division. They just they just can't be good. And I think that's going to continue this year. I think it'll be around 500. They should be better. That You want them to be better. They just never are. Uh, I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good this year. The Saints and everyone, the Saints are stacked. They have every opportunity. they got to figure out a good quarterback and yeah, stick but, with it. But but, but they got the corny. The, we talk about corny guys. Corniest, yeah. Truly the corniest guy in the NFL is Jameis Winston. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's going to end up being, though, without a doubt, the Tom Brady led Buccaneers. Yeah, you you can't. He's one of these guys where he just wins. Damn him, he just wins. He's the goat. He's the absolute goat. And you know, at times I also picked Tampa. Duh. Um, at times last year he looked like kind of human. 
Like he didn't yeah. he didn't even look all that great, but he didn't have to because I mean a lot of it I think had to do with that defense. Like I think they they got some props and respect based on their Super Bowl performance, but um no one can sleep on them this year. No. Like hard stop. Um okay, so we've we've got the north, we've got the south. Who you have in the west? It's Cardinals, Rams, Niners and Seahawks. Yep. <sighs> I'm looking at this. Very it's very competitive. Very competitive. Uh, I, I'm looking at this, and I, I, I want I want the young bucks to do something. The Niners aren't. I, I think the Niners are going to fall apart. The Seahawks got Russell Wilson. The Rams are. You know they're. Fo- but Cardinals. I think the Cardinals pull this out. I think the Cardinals walk away with that that division, and it's going to be the young bucks just going crazy. You cheating? You looking at my sheet? I didn't look at anything. I looked at nothing you've done. Okay, I also picked the Cardinals. Um, I, I we think are Kyler we'll be very, Murray, very wrong later. Kyler Murray is like this is kind of like the coming out party. I mean, not that he's been overlooked in any way, but I think um, it's time. Know, it, it usually takes a couple years for a guy to like adjust to the level. He's been good. He's like he's been an above average NFL quarterback for basically mm-hmm. the entire time he's been in the league. Um, I feel I also feel that the Cardinals and like sort of the youth and the things that they're putting together there. Um, that they are going to, they're probably going to come out of a very competitive division. Absolutely. Um, all right. So the East, NFC East. As we all know, it's going to be it's Washington Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into my full prediction of the no, Washington no, no, no. Football Don't give team. me, don't give me your record. I'm not going to do that. Gonna, we'll do it. I'm just going to rip the bandit off and go Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Cowboys. Yeah. Um. I. I I actually, I picked Washington. Okay. Um, but I think it's going to be a, a dogfight between Washington and Dallas. I, I do not have any faith. I think the Giants are going to be not so good. Um, and it, I think the Eagles really not there right now and actually are trending in the wrong direction. But for, for me with Washington, um, I think having been there, I think the defense, again, plays a huge role. Um, I will. I, I do pick Washington in a dogfight, really right down to the wire, and it's gonna have to be down to the wire because of the way that the schedule is structured, where all of these division games are stacked right at the end of the year. So we're gonna have no clue, basically, going into the home stretch of the season. You could you could theoretically go from worst to first, based on just the division thing alone, with how the schedule fell. Um, we have the Giants week two, yeah, and then the last five games of our season are all division. Right. So going into, you know, those last five games, we'll have one game in the NFC East, and then it's just this. You're right. It's a dogfight. Yeah. It's going to be whoever's the healthiest at the end of all this. Yeah. It could be anybody coming out of it. I mean, I think that I think the Eagles have a possibility only because of health. Yeah. Uh, but Washington could pull it out. So the Cowboys. But it's a it. What the NFL has done to our schedule, I think, is a travesty. And I also am worried about uh, some of these games are going to end up being flexed. They're going to get flexed at different times. They're going to be all over the place, and that's going to hurt the teams that are involved and the players and all the schedules that are happening. So I think what the NFL does is a massive disservice, and I hate it. I hate what they have done. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tricky. I'm I'm with you. I think that there will probably be some flexing. They do love flexing Cowboys and Giants games late love in the it. seasons. Um, okay, so who do you have as your your wild cards, your three wild cards um, in in the NFC. So the three wild cards I think we're going to pull off is going to be 
Saints. Okay. Then you're going to have – I don't want to make one that's crazy. I think the Bears. Okay. Bears will be wild card. And I think that's where we're going to come in, and I think Washington. Interesting. All right. See, I went um, Minnesota, assuming that okay. Kirk doesn't do something incredibly stupid, which is like <laughs> – Less likely than not to happen, but I just think like they have a lot of good pieces there. Um, Seattle, yeah, and the Rams. So I actually have three teams from the West making the the uh, making the playoffs just based on how good that division is. Um, obviously, it is a tough thing to do, and you have to be really good in your non-division schedule to do it. But really, the four teams in the West. You could slot just about any of them into any other division, and they would be the best or the second best team in that yep. division. That's how good I think that the NFC West is. Um, so then, who do you have as your NFC champion? NFC champion going against? Oh man! Oh, the Buccaneers. <laughs> you have the Bucks. Okay, I have the Bucks. I, I I can't not. I mean, look who they picked up. Look what they're doing. And they were hitting all cylinders at the end of last year, and I watched it happen. So I, I can't go against the Bucks. So I my pick gives me no joy because um, I think it's like a boring and a team that I don't really care for very much. But I think that Seattle is going to come from a wild card and end up working their way through the playoffs. I think I could very much see a Seattle-Green Bay NFC championship game and Seattle okay. comes out on top. Russell Wilson again, Corning Express. Um, like, I don't know how much stock you could put in like the oh he knows how to win type moniker, but like he's been there before. This is an experienced group. They they are a team to me that always finds a way to like get better as the season goes on and like yeah at the home stretch they're able to to elevate their game to the next level. Um, so I have Seattle as my NFC champion, and then um, Super Bowl Super Bowl champion. Who do you got? You, get, you so you had Tampa and Buffalo in your Super Buffalo, Bowl. and I'm going to go with the Bills. Wow, I know Buffalo Bills. Finally Buffalo getting Bills. it done. I think they they earned it. They deserve it. And I'd love for them to knock off Brady. Just just knock that guy off and say, you know what? And they grab the Lombardi Trophy, and it is a a complete S show up in Buffalo. I I want that for them. That I would, want that so bad for them. That would spark a lot of joy. I would I would love to see it happen. I mean, I I have like a very loose affiliation with the Buffalo Bills. Like my grandfather was a Buffalo Bills guy. Um, I would I would be stoked if it happened, sort of in his memory. Um, I I pick um, I think Kansas City. Is gonna win okay. Bowl, they're coming so. back and they're taking the whole thing again. Yep, they are just too good. I think Patrick Mahomes like has Super Bowls left in him, and um, he is going to play at another level this year. Undoubtedly true. He does have a lot back. of Super Bowls left in him. I think, I think multiple. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you've heard it here first. Those are our predictions for who will um, who will win each division, who is going to make the wild cards, who's going to win the conferences, who will win the Super Bowl. Um, we have a couple more things I want to go over just so we can have these on paper and come back and look at them later down the line. Who is going to be the first pick in the NFL draft next year? Or which team will be picking first? Oh, I want to say, I think Jacksonville is still going to suck this year. I think, I think it's going to be a big learning curve for their team. They're very young, 
but I think the Jets are going to have the first pick. Yeah, it's going to be the Jets. It's got to be yeah. the New York Jets. It's I, the um, Jets. I'm I'm not a I'm not really in on Zach Wilson. Uh, no, it's like the answer. I think they're gonna be really bad. Um, oh, they're gonna be horrendous. Yeah. Okay, so uh, some individual uh, uh, predictions. Um, give me your comeback player of the year. Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Okay. Jimmy G. Uh, so you didn't, neither of us had the Niners in the playoffs, but he is certainly due. He's in like a cut of quarterback who had high expectations, didn't meet them because of injury. Um, I also picked a quarterback. I think it's going to be Joe Burrow. Um, okay. I mean, we saw Washington really, I mean, ended his season very suddenly. Decimated the guy. And yeah, really violently. Suddenly. But Joe Burrow, to me, um, and again, like I'm not a big college football guy. I watched surprisingly like a lot of LSU football the year that he came out, and I was like, this guy's making throws that translate in the league to me fairly quickly. And he was looking good, you know, for a rookie. Um, oh yeah, no, he looked great. He he looked really good, and then you know, like a freak accident happens and his season's over. I think, um, I think he bounces back. The other. The other take that I've seen bouncing around for this pick was Dak. Um, and, you know, I could see that being the case. You know, you pick Dallas to win the division. I think da- so goes Dak, so goes the team. Yeah. Um, wouldn't entirely be surprised if it was him, but I am picking yeah. Joe Burrow. Um, do you have a coach of the year prediction? I actually do have a coach of the year prediction. Yeah, here you go. Um, it's going to be, I don't, I, off the top of my head, I don't remember his name because, you know, but I would pick the Bears coach. Um, well, you, you did pick them to win the division. Did you yep. pick them, or you picked them to make a wild, wild card, wild card. I, I think the Bears coach where, you know, they, it's they, Matt, they did Matt not, Maggie's the coach of the Bears. Yeah. I love this guy. I love this guy. I think he's going to be coach of the year. Or, I, I honestly do. I think he's going to show up everybody. I think, uh, Riverboat Ron's about, about a year year from getting a coach of the year. Matt Nagy, his fate is going to be tied to how quickly he um, makes a switch at quarterback. Like, how many weeks yes. is it going to take for Justin Fields to, to be under center? Oh, week three. Uh, I I think it will be before week four. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I can see that. That's not a bad pick. I'm picking uh, Brandon Staley of uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, if, if he is able to work with that offense and develop – those guys and the way that I think they are going to go, um, the way that I could see Justin Herbert taking a step forward, I think he will um, be deserving of that, especially based on their circumstances and like they're yeah. just like kind of being second fiddle and be trying to still build a fan base. It's just like kind of some weirdness over there. I, I I could see them, and they were also like so so bad, and now they are dead. Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> um. Rookies of the year. Uh, we'll go offensive and defensive. Do you have any any kind of initial thoughts on like guys who could um, theoretically be the best rookies on either side of the football? I, I don't honestly. Okay. I've not done enough research for the rookies. Uh, Fair so, enough. So so I got married on Monday, so I spent some time uh, doing that. Yeah, uh, we were going to get to that, but uh, you did get married on Monday. Congratulations for being Thank you. married. Uh, betrothed. Um, how, do you, are you feeling any different? I feel a thousand percent the same. 
Except okay. for now, one finger weighs more than the other nine. Mm, okay. You're going to have to do some compensatory uh, working out of, of that finger. Um, yep, I'm doing it right now. I would say uh, getting married is more important than having an informed opinion about which rookies may or may not be good. So I will grant you a I, pass. I agree. Um, yeah, I, that was where I did not do enough research. I'm not even going to lie about I'm, that. I'll throw my guys out there. I'm just saying Najee Harris throw and Patrick Sertain. Um, I think they're going to be really good. Okay. Um, how about more established guys? Offensive and defensive player of the year? So not MVP. Not MVP. Ooh. Players of the year. Different award. Def- defensively, yeah. I think the defensive player of the year is going to be on our Washington football team. With yeah. Mr. Chase Young. Okay. Sure. Hands down. I think he's a monster. And I think he's getting, he's, and they already gave, they got him rookie. I think he's going to be defensive player of the year. As far as offensive player of the year, mm-hmm. I think that is going to be going to, mm-hmm. drum roll, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I, I could see both of those things happening. I went in a slightly different direction. I think Josh Allen is going to be offensive player of the year. And I think Aaron Donald is going to be defensive player of the year because it's almost impossible for me to pick someone who's not him because he's like such a freak, a monster, absolute monster. Um, MVP, who you got? It's almost always a quarterback. So that's Josh Allen. So I was going to go with that. Okay, and I got Pat Mahomes because I just think he's, okay. got, he's got more of them left in the tank. Yeah. Um, I, let's do a couple Washington football team related ones. Um, just okay. As we get ready to to close things out. Um. What do you, what do you think the the record's going to be? I got I got to look at the schedule here. I'm going to go like real quick. I mean, so, you, you picked I'm, him as a wild card team. I picked him as a wild card. Yeah. So I think we're going to pull one against the Chargers. I think yeah. we're we're going to win one. Yeah. I think we're going to win against the Giants. Yeah. I don't think we're we're not going to win against the Bills. I think we'll win against the Falcons. Uh, Saints is going to be real close. I think we're, I'm going to give them Saints. Honestly. Okay. okay. Chiefs not going to win. Packers not going to win. Broncos, we win. Okay. Uh, Buccaneers, we don't. Panthers, we win. Seahawks, no. Raiders, uh, in 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 Vegas, I'm thinking we'll walk away from that one. I think I'm going to walk away from that one and just say we don't win that one. That's the one that hurts us the most because okay. we always have one that hurts us still. Yep. Uh, I think we pull one against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We pull one against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And we're both against the Giants. Okay. So I think we end up with nine. Nine. I also nine think, wins. I also think they're going to go nine and eight. Um, despite my ever ever present pessimism, um, based on what we saw last year and based on what I think the defense is going to do, I think. Um, I mean, I picked them to win the division. Some of that is a function of I don't think the division is very good again. Um, yeah. But I also see them going nine and eight. Uh, how do you see them finishing in the playoffs? You have them in a wild card game. I think, they go I, the think wild card I also game. then have them in a wild card, like because they're not going to be the, yeah. you know, at nine and eight. You're not getting a buy because there's only yeah. one, one yeah. buy now. Yeah. Um, what What do you see? I think they take game one, the wild card game, and then they lose in round two. I also picked that as well. God, man, I gotta read your stuff before uh, we start this yeah. crap. No, you know what? Honestly. Uh. We we've been around the block enough times that um, I think our we're sort of becoming a singularity. Uh, hopefully that's not too boring for you to listen to. But um, yeah, I think they I think they get one, and they have not gotten 
Uh, one. They haven't gotten them in a long time. I mean, yeah. I'm. This feels like the type of thing I should know. I think the last time they won a playoff game was like 2005. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Last before this, the last time they're in the playoffs was 2015, before last year. Yeah. But I think it was 2004, 2005 was the last time they won a playoff game. Yeah, I think they like beat the Bucks in a yeah. wild card game because they definitely. We could research that, but I'm not yeah. going to do that right no, now. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay, so let's do some some standouts and then some props and then we'll get on out of here because my lunch break is almost over. Um, who is, I think we're probably going to agree on this one, defensive player of the year. We could say it on three. One, two, three, young. Chase Young. Young, okay. Yeah. Not done. much to I mean, say. Who here in the, who in, in Washington football team nation is going to say anything different? I mean, he's just a monster. You can make an argument that there are enough guys on this defensive unit that oh, like, yeah. could on any other team be their best defensive player. Like Jonathan Allen is like getting slept on. Uh, Montez people, people Sweat. About, yeah, is people forget about Sweat on. sitting back there. Yeah. They they're gonna be really good. But Chase Young, I mean, it's yeah. pretty pretty easy a layout for me. Um this one also to me feels kind of obvious. Who's your offensive player of the year? See, I don't think we're gonna agree on this one. Okay. Who do you got? I think it's going to be Fitzy boy, Fitzpatrick. Okay, I think Fitzpatrick's going to be our, our 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 player of the year for the offense. I would love that to be true. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm going I'm going chalk. I'm gonna say Terry McLaurin, but I mean I guess Ryan Fitzpatrick has to like not be bad in order for McLaurin to be good. Like, you know, you, you really run through your quarterback. Like, he's kind of an important position, you might have noticed. Uh, I really, really wanted Scary Terry to be up there, but I think with this uh, Samuel issue right now going on, I think it's going to hurt him, especially in the beginning, and it's going to be full stats. I think at the very end of the season, he'll be he'll be able to go free. But right now, we don't have the receiving core needed to give him freedom. So I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to happen that way. Okay, so yes. I've I've got three um three we'll, props. We'll do the okay. the old hail yeah hail nah. Um, it lives it lives in spite of name change. Hell and yeah, hell yeah hail nah. It will live on for the cult of cult. Um, I am basing this off of some prop bet lines that I came across. So I'm going to frame it to you in a um in a question, and you will tell me hail yeah or hail nah. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel combined will have more than 2,000 yards receiving. Hell yeah. Or hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Even with the injury. And, and, and I think the injury, I think he'll be, within a month he'll be back. And then once that month comes back, I think they're going to blow up. Here's, here's the other thing I think on this, and I haven't really fully wrapped my head around it, is adding that extra game is going to like, what what is and is not good like numbers wise it's going to take a while to adjust completely changes yeah like we're going to see all kinds of records set this year just by virtue of there being an extra four quarters of football like we'll probably exactly. see we'll probably see both was so like every functionally every i could be every every offensive record i could see a receiving record set i could see a rushing record yep. set um it'll be interesting like if teams stop to opt to load manage some of their guys um but I think we're going to see some crazy stuff. Um, so you're basically saying between McLaurin and Samuel over a course of 17 games, although we know Samuel's not going to play in week one, we 
pretty much know that. Um, yeah. That they're oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Games. He got pulled out of practice and he hasn't. Is a did not did not play. I don't think. He's, I don't yeah. think he, he's a couple weeks before he's back in. Okay. Um, defensively, the defensive unit will get more than three defensive touchdowns this year. Hell yeah or hell no? Nah. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and the reason I think that's going to happen is because I think that they're just too good. I think with that secondary, there's going to be a couple of picks. I, I think they're going to be plus three on defensive touchdowns. Um, whether or not you know the, the we win games because of that, I don't know. But I think we play enough quarterbacks to throw enough balls, and there's enough out there that I think there's a chance that we get more than three. I think I'm also a hell yeah there. I mean, I'm on the record as my favorite play of the year last year being Montez Sweat going up and knocking the ball out of the air and catching it running into the end zone like it was the coolest thing I've seen a guy in burgundy and gold do in quite some time yeah Um, so I I will say hell yeah Uh, and then I have one more do you have any we don't have no, to. No, it's okay. No. All right, we'll just do this. This time I don't. This time I don't. All right, uh, well, the, the bit is not going away, so we're gonna have more opportunities. Yeah, well, too. I have time. Again, married, had some stuff going on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hell yeah or hell no. Nah, Taylor Heineke will play more than two games this year. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. No. Hell no. Nah. You think now? Uh, and this is nothing to do. So, so I don't think Kyle Allen's ready to play. I don't think he's going to be. You know, he was limping around. He doesn't look good. He's just a, a step above where Alex Smith is. I just think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the quarterback of this team this year. And I think what what's going to happen with Heineke is Heineke's going to show that he's getting better and better and better and better, and that tutelage underneath Ryan is a great thing. Now Heineke may be, and I said this. I think I said this before. Heineke's going to end up being our backup for many years. I think. I think it's good. We have time to play, but I think. Fitzpatrick plays this year. I think we pick up another quarterback next year in this massive change of quarterbacks, and I think Heineke's just going to run as as QB2 for a while. Conceptually, I have a hard time in my mind seeing Ryan Fitzpatrick starting all 17 games, but there's clearly not going to be a scenario in which it makes sense for them to be like, oh, well, we should rest him, particularly because yeah. the tail end of the season, the schedule, as we've discussed— so heavy on the division and those games are going to matter so much. So the only scenario in which he isn't starting is if he's hurt. Um, So I could see that happening maybe once, you know, and I, I, it's really not clear to me if like Allen gets the nod in a scenario in which like you have to start a week with a quarterback. That's not Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, we would never wish this on any of them but um i think i'm with you i yep. think he will not start all high in the key all high in the key if uh if patrick goes down uh, I, th- I don't think gallon's ready he's not ready okay well we're uh we we got it on the books here we um we have put it out there we're we're showing our ass we're we're going up the flagpole <laughs> um we hope that uh you'd share your predictions with us you can uh, do that in the article if I opt to write one and put it up. Uh, obviously, you can find us on Twitter. Um, Gumby, any final thoughts before we skedaddle on out of here? Football is back. It's here. Feel it. Smell it. Get a hold of it. Grab some pizza. Grab some wings. Grab your favorite beer. And sit down and say, it's football time. Hold your kids tight because it's going to be a great season. We're looking forward to having it be a great season 
here with you on The Cult of Cult, the podcast produced and edited by me, Brian Stabby. My co-host and director of social media is Gumby. You can follow The Cult of Cult on Twitter at The Cult of Cult. That's all one word. We're also available on Untapped. Uh, I'm at B Stabby, and he is at D Cumberland Jr. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify by searching Hogshaven, a Washington football team podcast. We ask that if you like what you've heard, that you do three simple things. This does not change. That you subscribe, that you rate us five stars, and you encourage one friend to check us out. It does make a huge impact on our ability to reach new listeners, and we know that your listening time is valuable. We appreciate you taking your time to spend it with us. Gumby, looking forward to it. We got football here. We'll be right back on The Cult of Cult.